commitment. I'm trying to scare everybody. <laughs> I thought you season. were just saying it to me, and I was like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. So, Clink, where is yep. your drink? Oh, my God. There you go. It's plastic, everybody. Fuck the turtles. No. <laughs> Please do not fuck the turtles. That's my strong stance. It's my only stance. Anyway, I love the turtles. We here at Booze and Broadway are in a constant state of learning and growing. <laughs> and ask for the turtles' forgiveness. Um, hello, y'all. Hi. We're back. And it's finally over. <laughs> Season four, it's finally over. If we can make it through this episode. Well. Do you want to go ahead and slate and say what we're doing? Sure, 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 sure. Um, hi, everyone. Uh, BJ here. Uh, I am co-host... Nope, that's not how we do this. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm your co-host, BJ, and this is episode 80. Yes! What? The end of season four. Um, halfway through spooky season. Halfway through spooky season. Um, and the episode that we're doing tonight is Ride the Cyclone. Yes! Woo! Ride the Cyclone. So... This was actually requested a while ago yeah. by our friend Johnny, mm-hmm. and I found it. The only reason I know what Ride the Cyclone is, is because of TikTok, the musical dealer, who I keep talking about to y'all, he's so cool, uh, posted a song, or he posted a very short synopsis of the show, and I was like, this sounds really cool, and I started listening. I have, okay, I before today, I had never seen it, we found a bootleg, which is very really well shot. Yeah. Um, I had listened up to Noel's Lament. Yeah. So, it's like the first three or four songs. Um, I've listened to the whole album, but that's because Johnny was like, you should listen to this album. And I was like, okay, great. New music school. And then I fully, like, blocked it out of my mind. Yeah. So, let's get into it. Let's do it. Ride the Cyclone is a musical with music lyrics and the book by Jacob Richman and Brooke Maxwell. Yay! Okay, it was in Chicago in 2025, and it was on Off Broadway in 2016. <laughs> which I honestly thought when I found out what did Ride you the say 2025? No, I, I said 2015. I'm pretty sure you said 2025. I said 2015. Now, okay. um, <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah, it's 2025. 20. You are. You are. <laughs> You're the fortune teller. I am the world. <laughs> so, um, and then it was on Off-Broadway in 2016. When I found it, I thought the small clips that I found of the original cast was like a community theater who just like found this show and did it. And I was yeah. like, pop off! It's probably the Off-Broadway like yeah. recording. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so a little about the show is I cannot find that information. Um, the world premiere took place in Victoria, British Columbia at the Atomic Vaudeville in 2008. In 2008. <laughs> okay. In 2080. In 2008. <laughs> okay. The American premiere was at the Chicago Shakespeare Theater. Um so good uh the production <laughs> opened on the 29th of september in 2015 and played until november 8th mm. of 2015 okay 
It was directed by Rachel Rockwell, who also directed the Off-Broadway at the Lucille Lortel Theater, um, with another limited run from November to December of 2016. Okay, here's the goop. Taylor Louderman, Regina George, everybody, was supposed to play Ocean, but she left the show during previews because of creative differences. Mm-hmm. She wanted to be the one... To win. Yeah. We'll get into it. A spoiler alert. Y'all know how this show works. It's episode 80. Unless this is the first time y'all are listening to it because we finally did Ride the Cyclone. Then, hey, I'm mentally ill. And BJ's here. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ride the... I'm not going to lie to you and say that I'm also not, but. Ride the Cyclone. More like Tuesday. Am I right? <laughs> Mama. We love a manic. Just end of sentence. We love a manic. <laughs> we love a manic. Okay. So, it was pretty well received. Okay. It has not been nominated for Tony's because it has never been on Broadway. Correct. Okay. Boo. Tomato, <laughs> Yes. So, I'm going to do the world premiere cast recording cast. Yes. Who, honestly, are pretty much the people who've been with the show the longest. Okay. Constance Blackwood. Is Lily Castillo. Yay. Love her. Lillian. Yes. My bad. The, the amazing Karnak is Jacob Richman. Though he's really the only he's really only in the cast recording. Carl Hammer, Hamilton is probably who we saw in the Yeah. Thing. Okay. Emily Rom plays Jane Doe. Emily Rom is amazing. Talent. Mama, talent. Okay. Scott Redman plays Ricky Potts. Love him. Amazing. Tiffany Tetray, Tetro, sorry. Tiffany Trateau plays Ocean O'Connell Rosenberg. Wild. Wild. Uh, and Chaz Duffy plays Mishka Boninsky. And then Noel Gruber is played by Colby Wardell. Wild. <laughs> this whole cast is wild. This whole cast, it looks, it's like somebody went into, into a cattle call and said, I need six character actors. Literally, that's what this is. <laughs> that's the whole show. Yes. It is a character actor who sings Dream. Yes. I was like, what's Dream? <sighs> There's a comma there. There's a comma somewhere. It was an apostrophe. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, public school. Come on, school. Now, it has won some awards. Um, Here and there, it's won some... Uh, uh, no. Lucille Lortel Award. No, just nominations. No, it won Outstanding Musical. Nope, just a nomination. <laughs> it's hard to keep the boxes together. This is why I don't donate money to Wikipedia. Get your boxes together. Anyway, it was nominated for some Broadway World Award.coms. So have I. So have I been. As has Kevin. How good is this episode so far? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. One hundred. Okay. So. BJ. Mm -hmm. In this show. Mm -hmm. We're five minutes in. We're eight minutes in. Okay. Because we'd have a lot of awards to talk about. 
Yeah, so. that's what trips us up most of the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what's really holding us back. If only we knew the other 79 episodes. Right. Who would you be in this show? Okay, so as always, there's two answers, right? There's of course. Who I want to be and who I'm realistically cast as. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I know who you're realistically cast as, which I think is not a bad role for you either. I think who I want to be is Jane Doe. Okay, and who are you realistically cast as? Constance. <gasps> not the answer for either that I expected. What did you think? So I thought the person you'd wanted. I'm sorry, I thought the person you'd realistically be cast as is Jane Doe. I do love Jane. It is good. Jane Doe. It Jane Doe. Jane Doe is such a good It role. is such a... I, and she's creepy, and I'm really good at creepy, so... Um, and then I thought you wanted to be Ocean. I, I, here's the thing. In my heart, I'm already Ocean, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, which is not a good thing. <laughs> uh, it, in fact, makes me a terrible person. But that is not here nor there. Okay. Um... No, yeah, no, I think I just like Constance more, because Constance is, uh, Constance was me as a teenager. Okay. So that's why. Let's delve into that. What do you mean by that? Um, Constance is, uh, she is a dreamer who believes that she is destined for better things than where she, um... Grew up. Yeah, where she grew up, essentially. Um, but she doesn't know how to put that in a positive light. And so it becomes a very negative thing for her, mm-hmm. uh, which is something that I dealt with for a very long time until I moved away. And then I realized that the rest of the world is scary away from your family. And then I was like, oh, okay. Um, I mean, I stayed away, but more on this another story for another day. Um, but yeah, no, I, and also the realization that like the things that you hated as a teenager are not the things you hate later. Yeah. That makes sense. And that's something that I, I like about Constance is that she has that realization a little too late, but she has the realization. So that's why I like her. I it's something I went I did it. I went through that whole phase. So. Plus she is a fucking straight up little um uh, what's the word we're gonna use? Uh keep it nice. She's a uh what is it, a fruit fairy, is that what they call them? Um you know, the straight girls who collect yeah. Collect the gays. Like that's, that's, that's Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my whole my whole life. Like I have those girls and I have gravitated. Yeah. Can't imagine why. Um Mashagabu. I'm levitating. <laughs> I am sued by Immediately. Um Do that a girl. peep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just two marshmallows. Um, <laughs> um Incredible. Uh who would you be? Who would I be cast as? I think I think there's two answers for that specific question. I think people who know me personally uh-huh. would cast me as Ocean. Yes. And then who I would be cast as if I just went into an audition unknown would either be Noel or Ricky. Really? I think that's who I'd be cast as. I would have said uh, Mishka. Is that his name? <laughs> I love him. Listen, Is I'll that play his name? You. Yeah. Mishka. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll play anybody in this. The, Be- except for Constance. I don't care for her. See, I love Constance. Um, I because we talked about this when we were watching it. Is the moment he started rapping, and I was like, "Well, there's Nathan." Yeah, because for those of you who don't know, every time a show we've done has called for rapping, it, it's been Nathan. Let that sink in. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't asked for it. 
If there is a white man who's rapping, it's Nathan. It's Nathan. Um, so that's why I think he'd be a hilarious Mishka. Um, but also, uh, I want to hear Nathan's uh, Ukrainian accent. I think that'd be amazing. Please. Um, no, you'd be uh, you'd be great, Noel. Um, yeah. Or I mean, Jane Doe. Please let me know Jane, I, Jane Doe. Jane Doe is like. Jane Doe is like the Galadriel of this show, right? And I do mean that quite literally, because in Lord of the Rings musical, Galadriel is also spinning. Yes. Um, but, like, she's like, I feel like an unattainable person, right? Yeah. She's the Miranda Priestley. I, I feel like... <laughs> and I'm just Andy. I feel like I could do the... The... <laughs> there is an unhingedness to Jane Doe that, like, she doesn't understand. Yes. That is, like, coming off really strong to people. And I feel that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just because you're not medicated. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And I'm asking why. <laughs> um, but yeah, this show is really, really good. There's a really good bootleg yes. on... Um, Would recommend. On YouTube. Go watch it. I'm ready for there to be a little off Broadway revival of this. I think it would, I think it would be good. Uh, give it like two years and then ramp that bitch up. Yeah. That'd be great. I would love to see it. Yeah. Also, if you're listening and you like, do you like, um, there's a caveat to what I'm about to say. Ooh. There are two asterisks, right? If you do community theater and college theater, collegiate level theater, this is where the caveat is. And the caveat says, good. Well, if you do it well. Um, so... If you're doing mediocre theater, don't do this show. But if you're doing if you're doing great theater level stuff, this if y'all is got a good some show. grants, yeah. If y'all got some money, if y'all got some donors, if y'all got a fly space, if do you got people who can sing, do it. If you got comedic people, if you gonna let me know that y'all are gonna do this show and I can come <laughs> audition, there it is. If y'all got somebody who can build a set. If y'all got the phantom in the what's, basement. What's Kyle doing? Kyle, Kyle, you busy? Run about? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he is busy. He's, yeah, that, he's working. That man is actively on tour in Hansbury. Yeah. Good for him. We love him. <clears throat> yes. Daily dab. Okay, so. It's time now to go to bed. Oh. Because it's like, nine, it'll be like nine something o'clock and then it'll be like, daily dab. And I'm like, all right, time to go to, time to, go to sleep. Okay. Now, yes. Listen. Listen. What the world needs is in my book. I fucking love that song. I love that song. I love that song. It, it's a... I say this in the nicest way possible. It's a bob. It is a you song. Yeah. Like, like if, not the subject matter, yeah, but yeah. like... Because, like, as I have said before, Ocean is not a great person. No, no, no. But, uh... The, the way the song is sung and the styling of it is very... If somebody were to do, like, a banquet, I would go and sing this song. Yeah, for sure. Like, if they were going to be like, Nathan, bring a song of your choice, I would would bring this song. Like, where all the Broadway divas were in the red dress for Sondheim's. And then Audra McDonald walked out in the white. Somebody had to save that concert. So... Or the uh, one where Patti LuPone sang, uh... Ladies Ladies Lunch. lunch In in front front of of Elaine Elaine Stritch, who was wearing a hat. (sighs) Have y'all ever watched Co-op the Musical? (laughs) Because, Mama, it's one of the funniest things. And have you seen it? I finally watched it, Nathan, two months ago. And I was going to text you. I'm like, I'm going to text Nathan. I was like, it'll come up. 
We have to talk about... I have to end the recording so we can talk about <laughs> it right this very second. What if this 16-minute episode... Well, that was it. BJ's and, brought something up that we have to talk about. What? Like, what an end <laughs> to season four. It's like, you guys ride the cyclones, so... End of, end of season. Just like, it's done there. And they're like, you know what? We did get a final episode. They're like, they're like, that tracks. Honestly. Damn. Drag me. Drag me! I love it. Alright. So, it. we're... Don't speak for me. <laughs> but I'm the Lorax. What? Oh. <laughs> that's, the, that's the way you looked at me so serious when I said, but I'm the Lorax. You're like, what? <laughs> Because oh I processed God. it as I asked you <laughs> what you said. <laughs> we have so much to talk about. <laughs> anyway, weeping willows. Are they sad? Um, so... Did you know that they're used for farewells? Like at funerals? Like, uh, like uh, anytime someone is, like, leaving you. Not necessarily funerals, but, like, like they're traveling or, like, moving or We're something We're talking like about that. Nolan. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, bypassing that, um, yeah, like, if you include, like, Weeping Willows, it's a, it's a sign of farewell at saying goodbye to someone. I have some to give to people. Okay, so, <laughs> we're in a theater. Mm. And for some reason, I feel like they don't have a balcony in this theater. No, God, no. It wouldn't work. I wouldn't want it. Okay. We're talking about the bootleg that we watched, which we just watched. But also, in general, I wouldn't want a balcony in the theater for this show, because I want it to feel intimate and close. Yeah. Like a carnival game. <sighs> you smell like nacho cheese and cigarettes. Um, okay. So, we're in a theater. Mm. And the we get Jane Doe. Her body is singing. There's no head. Her head was decapitated from her body. How am I supposed to write for that? Do you know what I'm talking about? Celeste. Uh, yes, yeah, soap, soap dish. dish. <laughs> okay. Good. She was decapitated. Do you know what that means? Okay. Go watch Soap Dish. Um, <laughs> Please do. It's a good oh, movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Celeste told it. Is that you? <laughs> it's so good. Okay. So, Jane Doe is singing. And she's singing, like, a little ballad of, like, what life is. Like, a never-ending want for life and... And she does this really cool thing. So she's standing, like, facing the back of the stage. So you see the back of her and her arms. And she doesn't have a head on her shoulders. I don't know how more clearly I can make that. And one of the cool things, you're like, because I immediately thought, I'm like, oh, it's like a, a raised shoulder type. Like, a Headless Horseman at Disney type thing. Where, like, there's a set up shoulder on their shoulders or, like, she's just leaning her head forward. But she, like, waves her arms, like, where her head should be. It's very neat. I mean, I guess nothing to lose your head over, but I think it's pretty cool. Okay. So. We get... That was... We're gonna gloss over that? Yeah. All right, fine. We are. Fine. Fine. I gave you Lorax. I'm not giving you... <laughs> so, we get the amazing Karnak, who is one of those fortune teller machines at a carnival. Okay, so <laughs> he's a carnival fortune teller, and he goes, I am the amazing Karnak. That is not a boast, it's the name on my patent. I'm immediately sold into this show yeah. from that one joke. I'm here for it. He goes, I was, I was made to know the time and the place and the cause of your death. 
but nobody likes hearing that at a carnival with a mouthful of corn dogs. So I was put on a family friendly mode. Um, uh, but I can still do it. I still know what your death is. I just can't tell you. Yeah. I don't have the ability to. Um, <laughs> so he goes, I am here with my murderer. And we pan across the stage to a giant rat. He goes, that's Virgil. <laughs> Virgil will kill me in just over an hour. <laughs> Which, again, if I wasn't sold by the, it's not a boast, it's in my patent. I'm sold by, in an hour, this rat will, will kill, kill me, me by chewing on my power cords. So we have like an hour and some change. Um, he goes, but he will, he will kill me by chewing through my wires and electrocuting himself so both of us will die. I love it. He said he knows when and how. So he goes, even, and he goes, so for tonight, Virgil will play the bass. And he has a bass guitar and Virgil the rat, who is just one of the kids in a rat costume. I'm sorry to break that illusion. Plays the bass. (laughs) And he goes, even in my own divine comedy, I know that rats cannot play the bass. Please. And then... He looks to the audience and he says, now to solve one of man's biggest mysteries, the armrest to your left is yours and the armrest to your right is your neighbor's. And if you believe otherwise, you You are are part of the problem. Yes. Which uh, is true. And I will be part of the problem until I die. So thank you so much. Okay. I'm just kidding. I know I only use the left. Okay. So he says, tonight... It's not about me or how I'm about to die. Tonight is about six teenagers from the St. Cassian Choir. At 6.17 p.m., they got on the Ride the Cyclone roller coaster. And at 6.19, the front axle of the roller coaster died on the first... Er, broke. Died, broke. <laughs> the axle died! <gasps> the baby! <laughs> the dog can talk? Oh, oh, his views are a little centrist. I say that all the time at work. <laughs> Drowning. More like... Drowning. Somebody Somebody save her. (laughs) Anyway, the front axle broke on the first drop of the roller coaster, dislodging it from the track, and the kids from the ride died. This is all, while he's saying this, projected onto the, like, the curtain of the, not the accident, but them riding the roller coaster. Okay. So, he said, I have read all the children's fortunes, And knew that they would die, but I couldn't tell them. Uh, I even told them to go and ride the Cyclone because that's part of his programming is to, like, promote the Ride the Cyclone ride. Okay. We fade into... They're they're at the carnival to perform at a choir uh, competition at one of, like, the little pagodas. There. And we fade into them performing at this choir competition where last year they came in second even though they were the only choir okay okay they compete i mean that's the ultimate choir story though yeah it's like oh we got second place weren't you the other ones competing yeah sue sylvester had something to do with this i just know it so they compete and sing about the fall so karnak Wants them to express themselves. And he realizes that the most ruthless adjudicator is time itself. So there's 
oh, there's this little chord that they all sing while they're like writing the ah uh, chord. Yeah. So good. It's so good. Ocean sings about how at one point, right as the ride began, she didn't feel safe. She's like, I knew as soon as it started, something was wrong. Okay. Karnak awakens them and greets the kids and introduces them one by one. As like a little video game. Uh, he introduces Ocean O'Connell Rosenberg. And he says her, her uh, catchphrase is democracy rocks. Okay. The sh and she goes, what is this, some kind of game? And he goes, game mode activated. So now they're going to play a game. I want to play a game. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. G Gary. Gary, Gary, I want to play a game. game. Okay. The grand prize is that one of the kids gets to be brought back to life. We are now in cat's territory. Thus, this is also my suggestion for Spooky. Cats. Cats. So, all the kids are in a limbo right now, but we find out that one of them can be brought back to life. Um, and somewhere, someone sings, Somewhere Sunlight Begins Another Day. Yeah. Oh, and that's like the opening portal mm -hmm. behind them. Constance is introduced. She is Ocean's best friend. And her catchphrase is... Sorry. Sorry. Um, only one can win. And the one who wins... Nope. The one who wants to win... The one who wants to win it the most may give it to the person who needs it to complete the whole. Honey. Same. Okay. So, Ocean asks all these questions about, like, what does this mean? Like, how do we do this? And then he's like, you used up all three questions. And she's like, I didn't even know we had three questions. Karnak is wild. Well, because she was like, that's not fair. You didn't tell me we had three questions. He's like, I did. After the fact. Tough shit. Karnak is wild. <laughs> okay. So, Karnak also says... Uh, oh, we introduced Noel. <clears throat> Noel Gruberman. Mm. And his catchphrase is, being the only gay man in a small town is like being the only caveman with a laptop. It's fine, but there's no place to plug it in. Noel is wild. Truly. Noel is wild in that. Now, Ocean is stressed because she's like, well... Who are we going to vote for? Everybody should vote for me. Who are we going to vote for? Vote for me. And Karnak says, there's a mystery player. And in enters Jane Doe, the singer from the beginning. And she's carrying a doll with no head on it. But since Jane Doe was headless in the beginning, the doll's body that's missing it is the actress's head. It's yes. supposed to be like the doll is on the actress's head's body. It's wild. It's really good. And she has, like, black contacts in, so it looks like those, like, beaded... It's so good. <laughs> Jane Doe enters, and Constance goes, Did anybody pee a little? <laughs> Constance is wild. I love Constance. Um, Jane Doe says, When a lioness... Okay. Her catchphrase. Yes, her catchphrase is, When a lioness has children, she stops having children. And the lion gets jealous. Incorrect. And, when a lioness has children, she stops uh, making love with her... Uh, lion. Lion. And the lion gets jealous and eats the children. And you would think that would upset the lioness, but she just has more children. Why? And I think that's terrifying. Yeah. Jane Doe is terrifying. I love that. I is, love her. And I love that she's always, like, right next to Constance Every when she time. says these Every things. Every time. Or touching her. Yeah. 
And every time it's happening, Constance is actively trying to get away from her. Yes. Okay. Mishka, who's amazing, says, My gangster persona is just a mask to protect my fragile baby heart. That's a summary, but he said it really fast. So I had to type it. Okay. Okay, okay. Richard, who speaks for the first time, he had taken a... We find out later he had taken a vow of silence. That's not really that big of a spoiler. Uh, he can speak in the afterlife, and he had, um, like, assistance in walking with, like, some canes, um, or, like, some crutches, uh, and he doesn't need those in the afterlife limbo that he's in now, um, and he says, ever since I was six, I knew I wasn't long for this world, and I knew that I could face that reality. Again, another paraphrase. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ocean is first in her, in the, in the contest of convince the others to let me go back. Ocean is first. She is as ambitious. She loves the bumper cards. That's her favorite ride. She has hippie parents and realized that she was the white sheep of the family at eight. Uh, she found the Up With People album and she loved the peppiness of the album. She's a straight A student and was labeled the most successful girl in town. Yay. Yay, okay. good for her. And he says something to her and she goes, she said something, somebody says something about an, oh, she goes, what do you mean ominous novelty machine? I love that line. That's exactly what he is. She is also a self-proclaimed master of Judaism and Buddhism. No, uh, Judaism and Catholicism. Because she says I'm a master at Judaism and Catholicism and I'd brag about it, but that goes against my Buddhist beliefs. She's wild. Insane. Insane. She's wild. Okay. Because she had her bar mitzvah and her confirmation in the same week with no problems. Can you believe? Can you believe? No, because that's impossible. But Now, we get one of the best songs in the whole show, which is What the World Needs. What the world needs is people like me to keep it all spinning around. And she sings a whole song about how she is better than any other option like she goes <laughs> there's she she goes up to ricky at one point because ricky is like the sick kid and he had like medical conditions before the accident and she goes how long does he have if we feed him through a tube <laughs> what the world needs is people like me like she drags everybody she in this insults song. the entire her entire friend group like oh, she insults oh. all of them he'll never learn to read oh oh he's never gonna breed and she's a freaky monster. <laughs> she tells her best friend the only thing she's going to uh, live up to doing is being an organ, uh, an organ donor. Four little brats, no steady man. Do we really need another organ donor? Love you. Oh. <laughs> it's, the song is wild. Because she's literally singing, she's like, I cannot express to you how better I am. Yeah. Than everyone else who's on the stage. Yes. And it, it it ends with her, like, riffing the word me over and over yeah. again while people dance. And then they, like, get into a human pyramid and she's on top. And it's amazing. So as soon as that song ends, and everybody's, like, conscious of, like, the song she just sang, <laughs> Karnak goes, just so you know, the vote for who goes back must be unanimous. <laughs> and she goes, if I knew that... I wouldn't have any goes, oh, you wouldn't have called all your friends losers ending in a song where you were on top of a human pyramid? And she's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
So she tries to backpedal and she loves, I, I love you, Constance, you're my best friend, Misha. I love your fake fiance. No, I love how you changed all my preconceived notions about how all gay people are nice. Which, hilarious. Drag him. Hilarious. Drag him. <clears throat> and she's like, oh, she sings. She goes, I have another song to sing. And it's called I Love You Guys. <laughs> so Noel interrupts her and he's like, Y- you stupid bitch, shut the fuck up for one moment in your life. Please. Noel loves the Ferris wheel. That's his favorite ride. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Nat, Nat, Noel acted out French New Age cinema, uh, and he was suspended for ruining the manger story at school because he did a monologue from The Big Lebowski. Waiting for Godot. Waiting for Godot. <laughs> the Big Lebowski, could you imagine? Damn it, Donnie, you're out of your element. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite line in that whole movie. <laughs> it's Mary to Joseph. <laughs> Please. Please. Okay, so he ruined that and he got suspended. Um, He is the most romantic boy in town. That is his, like, title. Uh, he acknowledges that uh, while his mother told him, he knows that he needs to tone it down. Uh he wanted passion in life, and anybody who hasn't experienced the ecstasy of betrayal hasn't experienced real ecstasy. Jean Genet, <laughs> who I looked at BJ while we watched it and said, Jean Benet. And I said, yes, that's exactly what she said at six years old before <laughs> she was murdered by her family. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. They find out. <laughs> allegedly. But they did. It was the brother. Allegedly. Um, Who do y'all think killed John Benet? <laughs> <laughs> That's the real spooky season. What if my podcast is how they find out who killed John Benet Ramsey? How? Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Explain it to me. We've got time. Okay. I do, you know what? I do have time. Have you ever. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. And I'm going to finish. Have you Sorry. ever have you ever seen have a white girl? Well, many audition for a show that they were not suited for. Thousands at last minute. Yes, you're telling me they couldn't solve a murder. Gagged. I gagged them on that one. I'll wait. You're telling me that they can find the sheet music to an obscure musical that's never been on Broadway and can't find out who killed Jaminé Ramsey. Here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. Allegedly. <laughs> the police force isn't run by white women who are 20. Well, maybe it needs to be. Let's talk about the police now. Oh. <laughs> we at Booze and Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what I'm about to say is about to get redacted. <laughs> I'm just saying that you're going to send the most junior detectives on Christmas Day out to the richest people in the town's house. Over a six-year-old's murder? I mean, this all happened. I'm not wrong. This all happened. I, I'm well aware. I'm, I'm very familiar. That mother wrote that ransom note. Allegedly. She did. Allegedly. She did to cover for the son. Allegedly. Absolutely. This, the brother did it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Anyway. The husband had just gotten a raise for $180,000, and that's what the people asked for. Small foreign faction. Name of my band. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Small foreign faction. Okay. Anyway, we'll figure out John Bonet Ramsey next season, everybody. But I just wish y'all could have seen Nathan's face when he looked over at me and he goes, 
John Bonet. And I was like, yeah. John Bonet. That's exactly what she said. That's crazy. Now, Noel Gruberman (laughs) used to work at a Taco Bell. And after he died, they named (laughs) a meal after him, which is the Noel Gruberman Hungry Ombre (laughs) Meal. And they catered his funeral and played Beautiful by Christina Aguilera on the bagpipes. A gay nightmare. Yeah. Truly. Don't look at me. Especially an art, an artsy gay nightmare. Ugh. Yeah. So we get Noel's Lament, where he grew up just wanting to be a French sex worker. Yeah. Which really is all this song is him saying over and over again. I mean... Literally, a French sex worker, but specifically, he wanted the 1940s, 50 tragic heroine movie star life. Yeah. That's what he wanted. He wanted the the pills, the booze, the... He wanted to wake up with, like, vomit and broken teeth. Yeah, like, he wanted... These are lines from the show. Yeah, he, he wanted... Essentially, he wanted the Judy Garland lifestyle. Like, that's what... Judy, why don't you just be yourself? I've been trying to be Judy Garland my whole life. <sighs> we need to do Judy at one point. Uh, anyway. Yes. Okay, so Noel's Lament happens. I like the ending of the song. It is a lot. I like the ending. Yeah. I just... <sighs> I like the fishnets that are, like, broke. Like, I no. hate the, like, <clears throat> chemise that he has on. Like, what is... It looks cheap. And I get that's kind of the point. Cheap, you know, French hooker. But, like, so what? No. So what war are you fighting? Do you understand it or do you not understand it? <laughs> no way that I'm going to kill you on this podcast. Yes. And everyone's going to know. Uh-huh. Um, oh, we can't figure out Jean-Benet, but we know he's going to <laughs> oh, okay, the black man killed another person. All right. Okay, settle oh. down. <laughs> I will not. Um. All right. So during the song, during Noel's lament, Ricky plays the accordion, and Mishka loves that Ricky can play the accordion. Now he makes a note of it. Constant, <laughs> constant. In addition to Nathan, liked when the boys kissed during the song. Yes. Now kiss. Now kiss. Now <laughs> Ocean says something. Rude about how, like, they should just vote. Or how he didn't say anything. She's like, all he wanted to do was be a, a French hooker. And they're, they're like, shut up, little orphan a-hole. <laughs> Which is great. Because she has red hair, everybody. It's a joke. And she's also obnoxious, much like Annie. Yes. And so Ocean says, what was the moral? What was the lesson? And Karnak says, not every story has a lesson to it. And she's like, that's not true. Every story has a lesson. Um, Which is like, what a... What a, um, what a phrase. Like, no, every, and like, she's like clearly crazed while saying, no, every story has to have a lesson. Yeah. Because it's the idea you have, because otherwise you have to entertain the idea that some things just happen. Chaos theory, baby. And that is something that people like Ocean can't and will never accept. They cannot accept it sometimes. There is no grand design. Shitty things just happen. And let me tell you, right now, on the season finale of Booze and Broadway Season 4 that has lasted eight months, sometimes you don't get closure. The episode ends here. Oh. <laughs> like a grain <laughs> of corn! <laughs> could you believe? I could. Okay, so... Honeybee! So, 
Ocean asks Mishka, she goes, what's your favorite story? And he goes, Saw 5. She goes, that, Saw 5 doesn't have a meaning. He goes, yes, it does. Don't make a dollar off of a dying man. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh. And he's like, yeah, and you get to watch a guy who saw his arm off. With a rusty hatchet. With a rusty hatchet. And she goes, that's not, that's not like... <laughs> Ocean starts listing off stories. And at one point she goes, King Lear has a message. It's maybe a mandatory age isn't such a bad thing. That's not me. That's Shakespeare. I'm Ocean. You are. <laughs> and that's okay. Is it? No. Okay. But you're in therapy and that's what matters. Per. Okay. So Mishka, it's Mishka's turn. He's a Leo. Which is the sign of aggression. I wrote it down because Karnak said it. And it's. Yes. Now, he grew up in the Ukraine, mm -hmm. where his mom was a factory worker near Chernobyl. She was a cleaner. Yes, in Chernobyl. Yeah. So, she sent him off to America. No, to Canada. Mm -hmm. Sorry. To Canada. <clears throat> claiming he was two, but when he arrived, he had five o'clock shadow, because yeah. he was, like, a young teenager. Um, so he kind of was just, like, by himself. Like, his family that adopted him kind of just, like, shooed him away. Um... All the time. Uh, so he'd, he turned to the one thing that could save him. Commercialized hip-hop. And he was the angriest boy in town. And Misha comes out, he says, I have two emotions. A man has two emotions. Rage and passion. Can I make a really inappropriate joke? What if I ever stopped you? What Many if, times. What, right. What if it wasn't the passion of the Christ? It was the rage of the Christ. That would be when he tossed the tables at the temple. <laughs> yes, you can't gamble in here! <laughs> I'm surprised you knew that. Yeah, I read Bible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Who's Ruth? Who's Ruth, Nathan? So here's my, uh, we're talking about this. So, <laughs> here's my favorite part. This is when I realized I needed to play Mishka. So he comes out to do a rap. And he's got a hat on backwards. He's got a microphone. And he says the following words in the following order. Grab your dicks if you're in the 306. BJ is my favorite part. 306 is the area code for the part of Canada that they're in. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. I knew it. BJ asked. I said Canada. Incorrect. What he said was, I don't know. Canada? Just look it up. You have a phone. Why are you asking me? I don't know. I was right. So oh, okay, okay, oh, okay. So, so then we get the song. The song is awesome, which is a auto-tuned rap from Mishka. And my favorite, my favorite part is when Ricky is like, "Robots are awesome," and then at the other part he's like, "Zero one one zero one one." So great because he's speaking in binary. Yes, because he's a robot. He's a robot. At one point, Mishka says, "Auto-tune is awesome." In auto-tune. <laughs> Sings in auto-tune. <laughs> Me, usually. No. Okay. <laughs> so. Just a, no. No. Moving on. So, after this song is awesome, he sings about his girlfriend, fiance, Talia. Yes. Which is a beautiful. It's a very lovely song. Beautiful song. But it is fully... Unlike anything else in the rest of the musical. Correct. 
out of nowhere. He, it's just this song of longing for yeah. this woman that he doesn't have anymore. And her face is projected on the back screen. And then at one point, the three girls walk out and Ocean is like, you know, quote unquote, playing Talia for like a, a wedding that they like could have had if he was alive again. And then scenes of Talia and Mishka are like projected onto their skirts. Mm -hmm. And then Mishka comes down like center stage and like Talia is projected onto his white shirt. Yeah. Like over his heart. It's, it's so good. Yeah, it was really good. It was such a cool moment. And it, the song has, like, very nice, like, folk beats to it, which is very nice. Yeah. Um, Midsommar is quaking. Mama, not a word since. Yeah. Not a word. <laughs> not one uh, word. Um, yeah. So after that song ends, Karnak looks at Mishka and he's like, hey, I'll tell you your future. Or, like, what your future would have been if you want me to. And Mishka's like, yeah. And Noel said, no, don't. Like, what if it's bad? Like, the longing that you have is better than the answer you could get. Yes. <laughs> and Mishka thinks that's, like, world-changing. Um, and so, <laughs> they're talking about, like, is he gonna go back? And Ocean says, well, we all died virgins. Of course we all want to go back. And <laughs> Karnak goes, Constance. And she goes, what? And he goes, I don't know. I just thought this was the perfect segue. And so we kind of, like, like, ignore that whole thing. And Karnak says, while Ocean... Oh, Ocean wants another turn at singing. And so while she's singing, Karnak, like, while she's talking, says, while Ocean talks and talks, Virgil the Rat chews and chews. So he speeds her up so she can finish faster. And Noel says... To Ocean that she has no redeeming qualities. And Mishka and Noel offer to vote for each other. Yeah. And Ocean says, what part of unanimous do you not understand? Um, and so, when she says that, Karnak says, minus ten points to Ocean. And she goes, points? What are, what are we doing points for? And he goes, because you're being a Spilgenderger. And he goes, what? And he goes, it's a party spoiler, but sometimes that's a good thing. Ten points to Ocean. Karnak is unhinged. Karnak <laughs> is Killian James. <laughs> uh, Karnak is like Dumbledore when he's in a good mood. Please. Before the ring? Yes, before the child army. He's Richard Harris Dumbledore. Yes. Yes. Not Michael Gambon. Yes. Okay. Glad we settled that. Okay. Settled which Dumbledore he was. Kill Nathan. Figure out who killed Sean Ramsey. We're um, getting there. We're getting there. We're so close. <laughs> the to-do list is shorter and shorter. Okay. Somebody said we're all just accidents. I wish I could write some of this stuff down. <laughs> I wish you could too. And Ricky says there are no accidents. We're introduced to Ricky Potts, who is a Gemini, and his favorite ride is the Graviton. Same. Okay. To both of those. Yes. Well, it's either the Gravitron or the Pharaoh boat. Oh, okay. He's called, like, Pharaoh's Fury or some shit like that. There you go. Yeah. I love the Gravitron, though, especially when you can get upside down if you're good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Good preteen shit. Carry on. Yes. I like the fireball. Ooh, where it's just the one ring? Yeah. Mm. To rule them all, baby. Okay. So, 
Ricky Potts grew up with a degenerative muscle disease. Mm -hmm. So his family took a vow of silence and spoke in a language that only they understood. Uh, They had 14 cats and he was labeled the most imaginative boy in town. Now, we get one of the best songs in the whole show. Arguably the best. Well, second best. Second best. Second best best song in the musical. Yes. Space space Age Bachelor Man. Uh, it's giving Rocky Horror is what I yes, said. Yes, it's giving David Bowie. Um, he he just, he starts talking about, like, when I knew I wouldn't have access to the world around me, I started making my own world within my head, where he was a space-age bachelor man. And so he was called to, like, travel to other worlds and save them and, like, be a lover and not a fighter. And it's this whole, like, made-up, the whole song is this made-up story that he has. It's so good. The costume he's in is so amazing. At the very end, he licks the microphone and he's my new husband. Um, at one point, three cat women come out and like we're having sex with him, like behind a curtain in silhouette. And the silhouettes disappear and he kind of peeks out from behind the curtain. And he goes, It gets weird now. And he like keeps going. And that's like halfway through the spot. Because they've already been extremely weird from yeah. the get go. Yeah. And now it's just gotten worse, and you're just like, oh, now it's getting weird? Great. Cool. Um, but his final look. It, it, it was giving Elton John. It was giving Jim the holograms meets... Mm. Uh, bedazzled. Not uh, bedazzled. No, the the lion from Thundercats. Leo? Leo? Lioness. Lino. Lino? Yeah. Not sure. Um, Chitara? See, the only one I know is Shatara. Yeah, Lionel uh, is the main one. Yeah. And I think... I almost said Pantera. That is a band. Um, Panthera? Panthera. There it is. Yeah. Um, it's not... It's Mumra. Mumra's the dead guy in that one. Because Skeletor is the yes. yes, 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 yes. We're talking about a lot of stuff today. Um, but, like... It, Are you scared? The boots <laughs> that he was wearing? Stellar. Yeah. The jumpsuit with the Liberace collar? Stellar. I wish every outfit that they had changed into in their songs they had they stayed in it oh that'd be amazing yeah it'd be amazing um because that's who they really are yeah but then he had cat ears and i was like that's cute yeah um at the end of his song he ends his song and he goes i can see i i don't i I don't want to i don't want to do this anymore and karnak is like he concedes but his vote will count towards the final that was spooky to me. That was, like, very ominous. It's like, fine, but you st- it still matters what you yeah. say. Um, and he goes, well, everybody asks him, like, why did you concede? He's like, I don't want to be a dick, and I shouldn't choose myself. No one ever listened to me on Earth, but, like, now they can listen to me here. Um, and Mishka goes, we listen to you now, Space Jesus. Which is accurate. Yes. We get introduced to Jane Doe. Uh-huh. Unidentified. And that's all we get. That's all we get. So, everyone knew everyone in this small town, but no one could remember Jane Doe. Uh, there was rumor that a girl had joined the choir very last minute. Karnak doesn't even know who she is because he never read her fortune. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were going to ask the choir director, but he died like seven hours after the accident. So nobody was able to ask him. A body was found without a head in the school uniform of the school. Or, or was found in the school yes. uniform. And we get the ballad of Jane Doe. BJ? Oh, I get to take it away? Yes. Okay, so this is this is 
arguably my favorite song in the musical. Um, no, I'm going to say it is. It is my favorite song in the musical. So it starts off uh, her talking about how she has, uh, well, one, she has no head, but she has no memory. And But the sad part isn't that she has no memory, it's that no one has a memory of her. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all, I cannot express to you how wild this song is, because one chorus, one verse in, she just starts, I don't want to say riffing, but it gets to riffing. But she starts on this note, and it just carries on in scale until she hits a high note. And I just said, sing, bitch. Because like, it was it was so good. And then Nathan just looks at me and goes, I'm going to throw a shoe. Literally. It was, y'all, I like... So not only is like it vocally amazing, yeah. theatrically, it's like one of the coolest, like effect-wise, it's the coolest yes. part of the show, too. Because there's a part where she backs up to the curtain... <gasps> And I looked at Nathan and I was like, is this bitch about to fly? They opened that curtain just a little just bit a too smidge. much. And I was like, she's getting hooked up to something. And the, sure enough, she starts singing again about being Jane Doe and being unknown. And while it's happening, she's literally flying above everyone else while they're singing about her. And she then she starts hitting more high notes while spinning. Like, car- like, like a carnival spinning. Like, like, like a carnival ride. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Like y'all know, okay, y'all know, like the magician act where like they tie the woman and like they throw knives. That's what she looks like in the air while she's like soprano singing high notes. And the real magic of all of this is that the lights are off. Her skirt never moves. How did they do that? <laughs> her skirt never moves. She's up, and, and it's not like oh, okay, like the force of her moving, like her skirt didn't. Move. They hang her upside down for like ten seconds, and her skirt doesn't fall any i'm thinking realistically here's my here's my yes yes there is a round wire in the bottom of her skirt to keep it all on one level yeah and she's got those uh you know those sock suspender like um belts um that hold your sock up yeah um a garter uh they that they're holding that Inside inside her skirt. Yeah. Interesting choice. That's my guess. I was thinking something complicated like magnets, but... I mean, maybe. Who knows? But that shit did not move. It did not fall whatsoever. It's so good. If y'all, How... watch, if y'all watch nothing else, watch The Ballad of Jane Doe and you'll yeah. understand. It's so good. It's very creepy. Her wig is amazing. Everything about Jane Doe is... It's good. Great. Uh, but also, she is a... Beautiful soprano. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know it's uh, the whole point of the song is that it is very sad because everyone else's song is about this is who I am and this is who I would be. But her song is about I have no idea. Yeah. And I can't know and I'll never know because I don't have a head. So no one knows who I am. Who? So no one can remember me. Damn. It's so sad. It's very sad, but it's beautiful. When you see my face there and offer a prayer. Let me be your star. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I wrote down the bitch flu. And she did. And she did. Per. She ate. Not a crumb left. Not not a crumb. When she, what what part did she do something? You just like, yes, Jane ate. It's like, yeah. I think it's when she walked out. Yeah, Honestly, no, that's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> she walked out and you're like, Jane ate. And I was like, yeah. She really did. So the song ends 
And and Ocean just like walks up to her and gives her a party hat and a shawl and they sing happy birthday to her. And it's the first moment that we really see Ocean as like a person. Yeah. Like as a there is there are more important things than like me. But y'all, <laughs> they get... when they sing happy birthday, and they get to the part where they say the Happy name, birthday, dear. They literally mumble it. What? Happy birthday. And then they don't keep going. They just stop. Oh, yeah. They're just like, oh shit, well that's awkward, isn't it? We didn't think that through. Yeah. So Ocean, Ocean starts singing... The new birthday song. The new birthday song. So they just they sing they sing a made up song for her. Yeah, for her birthday. Constance gives Jane Doe a cupcake, which mm-hmm. she smashes. Yeah, she goes to bite it, but the flame is still lit, and so Constance blows it out. It's so funny. Uh, Mishka gives Noel some vodka in celebration for Jane Doe's birthday. Off to the side, and he's like, "I love that you said love conquers all." He's like, yeah, but it's just a cliche. He's like, I speak three different languages. I know what a cliche is. I just get it. Like, I'm a, I'm, I'm Ukrainian. I get excited about things. Yeah. Um, and he calls Noel tragic, which Noel loves. And yes. he goes, oh, thank you so much. He's like, I've never been drunk before, and I've never kissed a man. But he's done both of those things tonight with Mishka. Now, kid. Now, kid. Now, Jane wonders. She goes up to Ricky, and she goes, how do you know it's my birthday? Mm-hmm. Which... Wolf. Uh, <laughs> me in the audience. <laughs> and Ricky goes, how do you know it's not? Yeah. I love Ricky. Ricky's He's at great. the top of my list. Of Ricky four. is Space Jesus, and it's great. Thank you, Space Jesus. Um, I need a shirt. Thank you, Space Jesus. Yes. It's with the Phantom doing That's after the fan, Phantom cartwheel. Um, Ricky says, uh, hey, I don't want to call you Jane Doe anymore. Like, I, I've been saving this name, but I don't think I'm ever going to use it, so I can give it to you. It's Savannah. Uh, she's like, oh, can I be Savannah with the green eyes? He's like, the greenest eyes I've ever seen. Now, Keith. <laughs> Constance tells Ocean that she's going to vote for Jane Doe. Yes. Because that's the nice thing to do. It's the right thing yes. to do. Um, and... Ocean freaks out. She's like, what? What do you mean? And she's like, oh, I would have voted for her if I wasn't voting for you. Yeah. Bitch. The, the, the bitch Ocean's is, a bitch, not Constance. The bitch is a heavy undertone from yeah. Constance to Ocean. And Constance asks Ocean, she goes, would you vote for me? And she goes, yeah, of course, but all the votes have to be unanimous, so I have to vote for myself. Ooh. That's not your friend, girl. Okay, so Ocean is jealous of Constance because she, she, uh, Ocean is jealous of Constance because she's like, I overworked myself. I made straight A's. You are content with your life of baking and cupcakes. Um, And Ocean has a breakdown and she goes, my death has affected me so much. And Constance says, me too. And she goes, of course my death has affected you. It's me. And Constance punches her in the boob. Immediately. Good. Rightfully so. Yeah. We get introduced to Constance. She is a Scorpio, and her favorite ride is the Cyclone. Do you think it's the it's her favorite because it was just her favorite, or do you think it's her favorite because it's what killed her? Ooh. And she doesn't have to deal with her worldly problems anymore. I feel like it's her favorite because it's her favorite. Okay. 
just because if you, we'll get to this in Sugar Cloud, but the way that she describes things, she likes things that make her feel. Mm-hmm. And I think the cyclone was one of those things. Well, there you go. So, the only honor that she ever received in her life was the nicest girl in homeroom three years in a row, an award she threw away behind her local KFC on her way home every year. Mm-hmm. Me. You were never voted nicest. I was voted friendliest in high, middle school and high school. That's not nicest. Per. Because <laughs> I'm a stone-cold bitch. Bitch. Okay. Um, now, this is what's wild. We finally get... And, and her, dis, her no-claimer is the nicest girl in town. Yes. And when they said that, I went, ooh. That was funny. Roll call. Roll call. I'm sad. <laughs> Wouldn't that be wild? No. <laughs> That's where the episode ends. Right. <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> we'll be losing Broadway. We'll return. Maybe. <laughs> she lost her virginity to a carny in a porta potty right an hour before the cyclone accident. He was ancient. He was 32 and he had a forearm tattoo. Of two skeletons fucking that said born to bone under it. And she fake laughs and said, I laughed because if you don't laugh at men's joke, they think you're a cow. Now, there's a lot to unpack. Let's start with uh, Constance reading the fuck out of BJ. <laughs> I want you to know, she was like, he's like ancient. He was 32 and he had tattoos on his forearm. Nathan actively paused the bootleg <laughs> and just said, do we need to talk about how she's attacked you? <laughs> Have you or a loved one been attacked by Constance from the Ride the Cyclone musical? Just because I too am 32. Uh huh. And? <sighs> and I also have forearm tattoos. That say. No! <laughs> <laughs> they say born to bone, but it has nothing to do with skeletons. Right. I, yeah, so it's a fun phrase. Oh, that's funny. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> that say, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that say I know who coach up and A Ramsey. And if you if you put a UV light over it, um anyway. You'll never catch me. You know what? Let's not joke about a six year old dying, okay? You laughed okay. at the phantom being disfigured. No, I now... didn't. No, I didn't. I laughed at the wording of that phrase. Okay. okay. Roll the tape. Yeah, roll I just, it. Roll I just it. put that clip in, back in this episode. I hope we're sued one day by Andrew Lloyd Webber. For I'm what? calling Patty. For why? <laughs> being better? I'll wait. <laughs> For not watching Bad Cinderella? <laughs> I'm your bad Cinderella. Have you seen that shit? Have y'all seen that shit? No. I'm not your good Cinderella. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Okay. Pause. Pause on Ride the Cyclone. BJ is 32. Okay, now pause. Okay, now. <laughs> Cinderella and Andrew. How old are you? 31. So. <laughs> yeah, all right. Bitch. I'm significantly younger than you. I'll kill you dead. <laughs> I'll kill you dead. They'll never find you. So. Andrew Lloyd Webber did Cinderella in the West End. 
it closed, and the whole cast found out via social media. And then Andrew Lloyd Webber blamed the cast for it not being financially successful. There's a whole lot of problems. There's a whole lot of problems. Yes. Now, it was already announced that it was going to come over to America. Now it's coming over to America, but it was so poorly reviewed. They're like, this is a bad Cinderella. They have changed the title of the song or the musical musical to bad Cinderella to bad Cinderella. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. The poster of the show is the word Cinderella with a little figure of a girl spray painting her own dress, like a little triangle of a dress. So when they announced Bad Cinderella, like, last week, you can find this all over TikTok. She goes, the girl who's playing Cinderella came out to do, like, a little press release with Andrew Lloyd Webber right beside her. And she goes, I'm not your Cinderella. I'm your bad Cinderella. And she took a spray can (laughs) and she put B and D around the little figure that looks like an A. It's so awful. I can't wait to show it to you after this. That sounds heinous. It is. I can't. Wait to not watch it. <laughs> Who lets Andrew Lloyd Webber write? Who lets him to continue to do this? I don't know. We should have stopped him after Cats. Cats wasn't a warning enough for y'all? It was for me. I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> anyway, so back to this. Where are we? When the best thing that you've ever done is Starlight Express, that should say a lot. What all has he done? Yes. Okay. No, it's not true, because he's done uh, Joseph. Okay, Joseph's my favorite. That's what I was trying yeah. to That's all we had to get to. Um, Jesus. Go, 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 Joseph, you know what they say. You know she's a Christ superstar, right? Joseph, oh, and that's Stephen Schwartz. That's Godspell. That's Godspell. Uh, I think it's, I think it's a is she's a Christ superstar. That's wild. Um, and then, um, Joseph, you're doing fine. Cats, Phantom. School of Rock. Uh, did it. Starlight Express. Starlight Express. That <laughs> <laughs> how it goes? Um, and Bad Cinderella. And Bad Cinderella. Damn. Anyway, I'm not cutting this. Evita. <laughs> Does he love you? Understand you? as one of you. The fact that you did the Don't Cry For Me Argentina arms while seeing that is, makes me happy. You're welcome. It's one of you. <laughs> so... Okay, what was I talking about? Constance secretly hates living in her hometown. Yes. Uh, and she thought horrible things about her family, that they were dead-end people in a dead-end town. And honestly, through a monologue that to me is a little too long, she finds out that she can love her town, yeah. and she can love where she comes from, and still want to leave. Yes. And that, Mama, is growth. And then we get jawbreaker into sugar cloud where she's like i'm in heaven i'm on my sugar cloud i'm in heaven and i'm happy here per after sugar cloud ocean and constance have a silent moment of reconciliation and friendship forehead touch now kiss you have to stop i won't okay (laughs) so karnak announces that the final it's time for the final vote and only ocean will vote she gets the final vote. And she goes, that's not fair. You said all of us would vote. And he goes, you have five minutes to decide because Virgil is about to kill me. I love this bit. Yes. Love it. It's Chekhov's gun. It's Chekhov's rat. We've introduced a gun and we will see the benefits of that Correct. later. 
<laughs> um, okay, so she has to decide who to vote for, but if she votes for herself, there's no lesson in that outside of humans suck. Mm-hmm. And Karnak's like, yeah. Yep. That could be the lesson. Sometimes that's it. Wild. Sometimes that hood comes off. We have to look inside the mirror. And that person we see looks a little bit like ourselves. I got chills on that one. (laughs) (laughs) So, the other side opens up. And she goes, what's that? He goes, that's the other side. You just look into it and walk and And don't look look back. back. Uh... Lot's wife. And she goes, you shall redeem the loser in order to make it whole. And she goes, you knew. You knew I could never vote for myself. You knew that, didn't you? And then she attacks Karnak. No. Um, <laughs> and, um, and Ocean says, I'm so sorry. I never made an attempt to know any of you. And you all seem like really interesting people. I didn't even try to get to know my best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and she goes... We all died young in an accident, but that doesn't mean we deserve to die. But I wouldn't have taken... I, she's, like, very thankful for, to the 17 years that yeah. she did have. She said, but that isn't a total loss because I did have 17 years that yes. were great. Now, I'm going to say what actually happens, and then we'll go back and say what happened. Yes. She votes for Jane Doe mm-hmm. because she realizes that while everybody has memories of themselves, she doesn't. So she's like, it's only right that she gets to go have a life now. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened was she goes, she said, I vote for Jane Doe. And then a guy coughed in the audience. <sighs> and I was like, is this the time? Is this the time sir, or place? Sir, it is a somber moment and you cough in the dead silence. That pregnant silence you cough. It's not about you. This is about this headless woman getting her moment. And you're ruining it. You made it about you. Are you happy? Are you proud? Okay. Gaze. Now. They choose Jane Doe. Mm-hmm. And Jane Doe walks off. And Karnak announces that her name is Penny Lamb. She's an Aries. She does not have a favorite ride. But she's the lucky sign. She's the lucky sign. And Penny Lamb is a character from Legoland, which is another show by these authors, where she is a runaway from a cult uh, with her brother. I, I looked this up the other day because I knew we were doing this and somebody explained like who she was. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she's a character from another one of his shows who like ran away and then ended up dying. Um. But she gets another chance at life through Ride the Cyclone. And while they're singing It's Not a Game, It's Just a Ride, which kind of are two different songs that flow into each other, they project the life that Jane Doe goes back and has, like, all the way through her, like, great-grandmotherhood surrounded by her family, which is so cool. Amazing. It's so good. The, I, this show does projections Absolutely correctly. Yes, it, it's because it they're using them as like flashbacks and like they're used as information, not gimmicks. Yes, the the it is tastefully done. It's not uh, like all my nudes are tasteful. Uh, <laughs> Kelsey, it, post those on the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> 
on the circle. I just want <laughs> only it, to close friends. I just want it to be <laughs> uh huh, like the body of an old man, and it's like Waldorf and Staller. Settle down. Okay, that's what I want. Okay, that's what I want. We can get that because that's you. what it is. Because <laughs> um, what you see is what you get. It's things living. Okay, so. So Jane Doe goes back. And then Varnak speaks. The amazing Varnak. Says, what happens next? I'm not sure. The only thing that I do know... And then he dies. He literally malfunctions and then you hear sparks. It's because Virgil has finally chewed through the wire. Yes. And as he, like, shuts down, you can hear him say, like, your lucky number is seven. Ride the cyclone. It's the very last thing he says. Ride the cyclone. So good. Uh, and then they, they finish singing It's Just a Ride, and it looks like they're in a roller coaster, like, car seat thing. And when I tell you they sing the shit out of this finale... Yes. So good. It's so good. And the use of the spinning stage... Yes, they have a, a they have a turntable. It's so good. It's great A. It's so good. Now, BJ, here's a question. Mm. Who would you have voted for? Um... Who would I have voted for? Uh-huh. The Ukrainian kid. Oh, uh, yeah. I would have... Okay. If he hadn't conceded, I would have voted for Ricky. But... If, if we're going by, like, how it ended... It's either Mishka or Jane Doe for me. Here's my question. If you if you win, right, do you have your memories? Of being there? Or like even it. of your past life? Because here's the thing, right? That's why I would hate to be one of them who got reincarnated because then you remember everything, all your attachments. And so it's harder to make new attachments. Yeah. Um, this is why time travel and reincarnation is a paradox. Um... Because it's just like the human psyche can't handle it. So I would I would want the Russian kid, the Ukrainian, not Russian, the Ukrainian kid to come back. Um, but Jane Doe is the correct answer. Yeah. Because you are able to start from scratch because she doesn't know anything. Yeah. There and also she becomes a woman with uh, green, green eyes. She becomes the Savannah, the name that she chooses. Savannah, na, na, na. Please don't. I love my heart. Jane, Jane Doe doesn't deserve this. Oh, na, na. No one deserves Camilla Cabello. Don't don't do that. That's right. She hurt us with another bad Cinderella. That's the one I thought you were talking about. And I was like, hell no, I didn't see that. <laughs> now BJ. Now Nathan. Did you have fun? I had a lot of fun actually. This was the first thing we like sat down and watched and then immediately yeah. talked about. Which I liked. Yeah, no, this is fun. Um I fully recommend you guys going to watch it. It's a great show. It's on YouTube. Watch the Ballad of Jane Doe. Watch it. So good. Watch yourself. Respect yourself. Show me what you're working with. <laughs> <sighs> Again, Nathan rapping. Um, yeah. Don't you hear sincerity in my voice when I talk? <laughs> <laughs> now push it. Um, and we're in effect working overtime push it by day and by night working up a sweat (laughs) that's my go-to karaoke song Ah, and i score well every time just the 
<laughs> deep cut. Deep cut. Deep uh, cuts only. B tracks only. Anyway, BJ, it's finally over. We did it. Season four is finally over. What's tragic is we're both going to die now and no one's ever going to hear the audio. And they'll never know. Damn. Damn. Spooky season. Spooky season. <laughs> now, there are a couple of things. Yes. Season five is coming. I still want to do our Schmigadoon idea, which I think is really good. Yes. Um, And then Hades Town. Hades Town. Hades Town is happening next season. Don't worry. Next season, you also still get spooky season. We're not... We're not just gonna... Spooky season only happens in October. Oh, so this is the end of spooky season. There's two more episodes. Uh, it's the end of the road. Seasons one and two of uh, season five will be spooky episodes. And then we'll slip right into Schmigadoon. So here's the thing, right? What's up? Are, are they gonna come out in October? What are you talking about? Spooky season. Yeah, yeah, we're not taking a break. We've already oh, taken okay. too many breaks. Like... Too many breaks. We're going yeah. immediately into season five. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't do that to y'all. I can't do that to me. I can't. What about what I want? Um, I'm doing what's best for the podcast. Please. You get what fat every time. <laughs> um, did you have fun, BJ? I did. Did I already ask you that? You did, but then that's I'm not going to it again. I had fun too. Thanks. <laughs> Maybe we need a break. Um, <laughs> we'll see you in 2025. <laughs> That's two years. That's three years. It is three. Well, yeah, at this point. Well, you know, say la vie. La vie. Say you will. Say you will. Say you do what I want. Say <laughs> Say la vie. Well, with that... <laughs> I hope we've been just another distraction to the slow march of death. (laughs) Um, No. It's spooky season. That, yes. Yes, Y'all, okay, so for real, thank y'all for listening. Yes, we appreciate it. Subscribe. Buy my merch. Like. Comment. comment, Subscribe. Subscribe. And most importantly, if it is financially responsible of you... Go to therapy. Yes, if you have the capability and the means to do so, please go to therapy. I'll talk to y'all. Don't talk to me about your problems. Even if, <laughs> even if you think, why are you answering? We can't hear you. Um, I don't know. I think it's your mom's fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, go to therapy. Uh, even if you think you're fine, go to therapy. I promise you. Maintenance. Yes. Tune-ups. Mm. You wouldn't ride your car to death. Most of us do. Well... Same. I mean, maybe by the time I come back, we'll have a boyfriend, y'all. We, the collective we, will have a boyfriend. Uh, who's like, what? Not, not I. Um, I don't know. The only man in my life is the Lord. So. Okay. Now, go to therapy if y'all can. Yes. Like, comment, subscribe, baby, buy merch. We love it. Share these episodes when you hear them. Please do. Solve Jean Benet's murder. Like a person who is drunk too much <laughs> in the end of every episode. It's time to black out. <laughs>